Today in the Attorney Career Advice Podcast with Harrison Barnes. Meet the biggest micromanagers inside of one. And then, and this is long enough ago, by the way, that I'm clearly defined positions for their attorneys. And they want to feel that. There's so much disconnection. I can tell you that when people leave firms, when when I people leave recruiting firms, when people leave different types of firms, really what's happening most of the time is they're leaving because they don't like to be micromanaged. It makes them feel uncomfortable. It makes them feel like they're that they're constantly being watched. It makes them feel like they can't do anything right. So all of that, when anytime someone's micromanaging someone, that's ten, tends to what happen, be what happens. And so you need a very good understanding of, and and sometimes the micromanager may be very nice. Uh, you don't know. Um, other times uh, they may not be. But um, this is really um, the, the just so you understand um, being micromanaged by firms. This is the number of re- micromanagers um, in, in most law firms, not all, um, are the reason that people leave. And they're also the reason people get fired. Uh, not always. Uh, some people want to be micromanaged, but a lot of times that's what happens. So you can understand the people that tend to be the biggest micromanagers inside of law firms are the people that are most insecure about their jobs. These include non-equity new partners. They include senior associates and mid-level associates monitoring lower-level associates that, that are that are maybe insecure, that may maybe know that they're not as cool as you in some ways, meaning maybe you have better academic qualifications, maybe you're more social and better at social things a popular type person versus an unpopular type person. Maybe you're not treating them with the respect they deserve. This can often be men talking to women or in a way that's disrespectful, or it's just you have to, or they realize that people that that you have to be very careful because certain people will become micromanagers and catch you if you don't like them. So you just need to have an understanding of, of what if they don't like you, of how that's going to work. You just need to be very careful because you can often tell in interviews the people uh, that are most insecure. And, and those are people, that if you're working for them, that can make your life hell. They will, if you are not the kind of person that they like, that they feel comfortable with, that they feel respects them, that they, they feel no rapport towards, then they will be basically out to get you. They will be mad for reasons that you don't understand. They will, so you just need to be very careful of it. This is what happens to a lot of people when they leave firms. It's what happens to a lot of people when they get upset wherever they're. So you just need to be very careful. I've just seen so many careers destroyed by working for the wrong person. And I've seen so many careers just basically take off by working for the right person. I know a guy that became an extremely successful owner of a law firm that was at a very big law firm where he was billing an incredible number of hours, bringing in enough business where it looked like he could probably grow it to a very high level and basically doing very well. He was in his eighth or ninth year and uh, ineligible to be considered for partner. 
but he went and said, I don't have any uh, major supporters in the firm, and therefore I have to leave and go do something. And I see resumes like that all the time. I see resumes of people that are just never advanced because they're never able uh, to connect with someone. And so you just have to understand you're going to connect better if you're in an atmosphere that works for you. And I will also say, Bob, that if you are part of that 20% or 30% that wants to be managed by an employer and you're not, you will end up leaving that employer because you feel uncomfortable with that. You don't want to be accountable for making sure that things are done a certain way. You want to be feel like you can do things uh, the way you want and, and within reason, and that's good enough. So you need to feel like you're not necessarily being completely micromanaged. You need to feel like you're being given very clear instructions. And if you're not, uh, you don't like it, then you feel uncomfortable. And there are a lot of attorneys like that and uh, they hate these atmospheres where everything is uh, supposed to be pointed out and told how to be done. I know one law firm in Detroit, it's very funny, that hires people that need an incredible amount of direction. It doesn't really care how academically motivated they are or did in school. It doesn't care where they went to school. And every task that they do, if they take a, if they take a deposition, all they're expected to do is a hundred standard questions and that's it. If they, there's just forms and things for everything. If they, they write a complaint, they have to just do us, everything is pointed out and people like that because it makes them feel very secure. But if you're in a position where you want to be told what to do and you want to know that if you do things the way you're told you're safe, you're not going to be comfortable in a law firm that can allows you to do all sorts of different things, it's not going to work for you. It's not going to work for you. So you need to be very careful about that. Do you know the secrets to getting your dream legal job? We do. And one of the best things you can do is apply to jobs that fly under the radar. Applying to openings with very little competition means you stand a much higher chance of getting hired. But how do you find openings like that? For starters, you're not going to find them on major job boards because these jobs are usually only advertised on companies' websites and in small regional publications. That is why we created Law Crossing, the most comprehensive database of legal jobs in the world. We have a team of people constantly working to find every single legal job out there. Unlike other job boards, which only list jobs that companies pay to post, we include every legal job we can find in order to maximize your chances of finding a job. So what are you waiting for? Head over to www.lawcrossing.com to find your dream legal job today. I see people leaving firms like that all the time. I was working with a girl not too long ago that had gone to Yale Law School and had started out at Sullivan and Cromwell, then had moved for some reason. Actually, Sullivan and Cromwell, she moved to their office in, I think, Palo Alto, and then, and this is long enough ago, by the way, that I'm not giving away her identity by any stretch of the imagination because I've worked with several people like this past. But she moved to she moved to Palo Alto, and she didn't like the office because they didn't have enough work. This is years ago, and the type of things she did. So she went and looked at some other firms, and the first prestigious firm she worked at, basically all the work was looked over, everything was supervised. She wasn't given a lot of independence. She felt 
just horrible. She was at the point where she was crying because when she was in Sullivan Problem in New York, she was basically running these entire deals and everyone was doing the same thing. And this particular, these particular firms that weren't even as good as Sullivan and Cromwell were asking her to follow all these procedures. Mid-level associates were looking over all her work and critiquing it. And, and she felt very unproductive and unempowered and wanted to work in other places uh, because of it. So you just have to understand that your work style and the way the person you're working for, the firm works, has to match with yours. And this is going to tell you a lot of information. The interview tells you about someone you think you would do well working for when you ask what they're like, and you will get an indication of how they work. Uh, sometimes um, I was interviewing with a uh, law firm once, and I talked to a uh, another attorney about the person I would be working for. And they started saying things like, he's just so freaking organized. If you borrow a, a book from his office, you have to make sure that you return it the same day. If you don't, he will start calling and emailing you. Not only that, but if you put it back in his office and it's not, it's not in the exact space it was in the bookshelf, then he's going to be very upset and will call you and so forth and doesn't like that. If you don't, do things, the procedures in exact certain way that he likes. He always wants to have subject headings on briefs every other page, meaning break it up, A, B, 1, 2. All these things this person needed, and, and that to me indicated that this person was extremely uptight. And sure enough, when I interviewed him, I'd never seen it was a firm didn't require you more a suit and tie at your desk. I certainly, but I, I realized that would not be a pleasant place for me to work. And, and because of that, I avoided a, a bomb. And I, when I, I remember then I had a friend go to work at that same law firm. And my friend said, and he was in a different department. My friend said, this particular person, people go through and get fired every six months and are replaced. And the firm paid a lot of money. I guess they didn't have us and had a good brain. I guess it wasn't that incredibly difficult for them to find people. But at the same time, I was, wow, this is something to be, to watch out for. And sure enough, I avoided something that I just thought at the time it was very scary. So understanding the kind of people you'll be working for and getting a real sense of that can help you. And it also can be a very good thing. You'll Hear the person you may interview with them, and you'll say, "I like them," and the other person will say, "Oh yeah, everybody likes them," and 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 you'll talk about some things that are interesting about the person, and that's great. Then you go in and you understand that, but because of the way you understand that, the firm becomes very. You do things, you like things in a, in a way that is that you like. I could get a lot more into this, but there's certain things that I've learned that aren't necessarily things that. You may want to use. I used to uh, work with a professional level with Tony Robbins and became familiar with a lot of his material. And he was much more known 20 years ago. But but the way he would do things and people and he would get people to like them is he would go in and do things like if the person was talking in a certain tone or a certain speed, he would talk back in a certain if the person did things like said, I see this, I see that, don't you see? 
or I hear this, I hear that, or it feels like, so someone that says feels is more kind of touch oriented and, and thinks about things that way and feels good or feels bad. Someone that says hear, I hear is more, more sound or, or like they hear things. Someone that says I see is more see oriented. So he would start talking and because most people do that. Most people say, this is what it looks like. This is what, so you can start seeing, or this is what I hear. It sounds like this. It sounds like you're saying that. So once you understand that, you start talking in the same way. And that makes people like you because you're not, you're, you're talking in the same way they are. If it feels like this, you talk like, you start using that or uh, so you, you bond with people like that. You imitate their gestures. So sometimes people and I've seen very successful people that know how to do this and they've learned it. So if somebody sitting like this and talking, then you do the same thing. If they're leaning back, you don't want to interview, but if they're leaning forward, you do the same thing. You imitate their gestures, the way they talk, the speed they talk. And that's a very good way to bond with people. It works. It's at a subconscious level. There's entire courses and, and, retreats to talk about this, but the, that's the basics of it. So if you're able to bond uh, with a certain type of person that you normally wouldn't, or you are able to do these things, then you can do very well in your in, in, in your life. And Tony Robbins, I think one of the big books he wrote that talks about this is his first book, which is Unlimited Power, which I think was maybe 1989 or something. But He's just following uh, the advice of a lot of people that talk about neuro-linguistic programming. But it's just, it's not something that I certainly remember to do a lot. But if you learn about it, it can be very helpful with the people that may be managing you. And just, you don't want to be obvious about it, but you, the people that you need to impress in an interview, you can do these things and, and really uh, do well. I remember, I, I just, I won't get too far into it. But I was interviewing once with uh, another associate. He sat up just like this, the whole interview. And so I did the same thing. And he like turned from uptight and nervous to, to very smiling and happy. And I could tell he liked me. And it was someone that I normally wouldn't uh, get along with. So I just felt energy in the way he was working and um, ended up, uh, I'm sure, helping me get the position. So you need to... Uh, understand um, how to do that and bond with people. Uh, one of the next things uh, to understand, and this is a very good question to ask, especially if you're working for someone uh, that you believe uh, may be managing you. Very few people do this and very few people think about this question and ask it. One of the most important questions you can ask are what goals did you have for me during the first 30, 60, 90 days? So if you are able to add, ask the question and, uh, and uh, it will, uh, it's, a, it's a very important question to ask because it shows that you're interested in working for, for them and you're more concerned about, you, you're concerned about doing well and, 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 and it will also explain how or, well organized the firm is, its management style, if there's going to be reviews, all sorts of things that are important for you to know. And if the law firm is well run, or the person that you're working for or going to be working for is with a certain things that they would like. It's going to give you milestones. It's going to help you understand whether or not they're, uh, you can meet them or not. And, and the way you answer this question, the, the, the law firms, you'll, have, you'll get an understanding of whether or not 
these are expectations that you can be very easily and be a superstar, or these are things that you can achieve and you're not too concerned about them. But this answer is really going to give, tell you whether or not it's a position that you can do well in, because a lot of positions you can't. So you need to understand that answer. And sometimes a law firm can't give you a definitive answer. They may say stuff like, we'll try to give you different assignments and they won't give you a very good answer. So you want to make sure that you get a good answer and the position its responsibilities are not well defined. If you need something like that, it may hurt you. If the firm doesn't know what they want from you, what that means is they may just be making up rules as they go. And that's very dangerous. So understanding that is important. And if everyone's position isn't well defined and people don't have certain expectations for what they're supposed to do, that can create lots of problems in the future. So law firms really do need to be a clearly defined positions for their attorneys. If they don't have that, then they're, it often can lead to trouble. And, and sometimes uh, if they just want you to be operate in a multitasking environment and be self-motivated, that may be good for you. Do you want to grow your legal career? A lateral move might be the right choice to get you on track for your career goals. Working with a legal placement firm like BCG Attorney Search can open doors for you and help you live the life you dream of. If you're looking for a new legal job, send us your resume so we can help. Visit www.bcgsearch.com and click on Submit Resume to be paired with one of our legal placement professionals who will work tirelessly on your behalf to get you your dream legal job. Submit your resume to www.bcgsearch.com to get started today. So you just, again, you need to understand the firm's management style and how things are working there. And if you don't, then, and you don't like that management style, that may turn you off and you need to be careful. I will say your objective to go in, going into any interview is to get the job. You want to get the job regardless of whether or not you're, whether or not you want it, you have to get the job. You have to seem enthusiastic because it may be the only job you're going to get. It may have benefits that are far exceed what you have now or so there's things, reasons you want to get the job. But one thing I would say that you really do need to understand about getting about when you're interviewing with a firm is if you feel uncomfortable, like with what you're, the answers you're getting, if that makes you uh, feel like it's not a place you want to work, then, then you probably do want, don't want to work there. So that's a very important question to ask because you will interview with firms where you will know right away how what it's going to be like for you working there. You will know what the people are going to be like. You will know what if you feel like it's the type of group where you can excel or excel. You will get that feeling. You will know if the firm is nice to you and opens up in a certain way, if that's the kind of place where you can have a career or the kind of place you're going to possibly kick to the road. So you need to understand all these things. You need to be comfortable with the environment and the things that they're saying to you. And, and so that's very good. Sometimes firms will say, we expect you to we want you to feel like you're comfortable. We want you, those are our goals. I mean, you just need to understand the stuff and it's, and it's very important. So as long as you're comfortable with what they say, then you're going to be in good shape. And what I like about these questions, by the way, that I'm uh, giving you is that you can ask all of them. So if they say, do you have any further questions? You can keep asking these questions 
and the, the person you're talking to will be responding and giving you all sorts of information and they'll be talking a lot. So they will, they, they will, it will make them often feel very good talking. People love talking. If you let people talk in a, a in an interview session, section or in a, a, any type of thing that then they're going to really like you. So I, I had an instance, it was funny the other day I was in a, I, my kids and I were just driving down the street and we were bored and we went into this open house. And there was a real estate agent in there that was basically alone and, and just was standing around. And he's, I asked him a few questions and he just started talking and talking. And I couldn't get out of there for 45 minutes. I didn't want to be rude, but he just kept talking and talking. And then, and then after this talking, he said, yeah, we should hang out. We should go out to dinner with our wives. And I said, I think the only reason he was in that he certainly probably wanted business, but I was very clear I had nothing to sell. I think the only reason I didn't, I wasn't selling my house or anything. The only reason he was responding like this was because I had asked him about himself. And, and so he did that. I had something similar happen with a dentist just this last week. I asked him a few questions that he found interesting. And he sat down and talked to me for over 30 minutes about nothing. He was talking about how he, what Malibu, where I live, used to be. People would ride around our horses 40 years ago and all this stuff, you know, that uh, he just was very enthusiastic about. He talked about his building and how he almost bought it. And, and this is like someone talking nonstop for 30 minutes while there's patients waiting. So, and at this real estate place, uh, a couple other people came in while this guy was talking to me. So I'm just telling you that if you can get people talking about themselves and topics that they like in an interview, they will love you. Uh, they will they will very much feel that you're doing some people love the opportunity to answer questions and talk uh, because it helps them. It makes them feel good. It makes them feel that people care about them. That they they can be heard, and all these things are just uh, very important. I'll just tell you another quick story. One of my, I consider him a, a mentor, and he's a very well-known marketing person uh, and named Jay Abraham. He talks about how he was on a plane once and he sat next to someone and he decided that he would just spend the whole flight asking this person questions about himself and just and getting him talking. So he sat there for a four and a half hour flight asking this person just questions about themselves. He said he didn't say anything at all about himself and just asked this person questions. The person didn't realize, of course, that they were doing all the talking. And, and when the plane landed, the person said, this is one of the most interesting conversations I've had in years. I would love to meet with you and talk with you some more. And, and, and uh, wherever you're ever in this city, you can call me, we'll get together and all this stuff and I'd love to show anyway. But the point is that when you let people talk about themselves and you ask questions about themselves, when you're able to steer things to where people can talk, whether even if it's about their job, they will like you. They, that's what people want. People want real connection. They want live connection. So it's better if you're asking these questions in person and they want to feel that. There's so much disconnection that people have in the world that anytime you offer them the opportunity to connect, they very much like it. And they like it when you have similar interests. It's a connection. 
That's all the time we have for this edition of the show. If you are an attorney looking for a change, head on to bcgsearch.com.